Good morning, family. My name is Luke Bitter, and I'm thankful to be able to share with you this morning, continuing through Holy Week with our seven sayings on the cross. This past week, we've been journeying through the last seven statements that Jesus shared while he was crucified on the cross as recorded in the Gospels. And yesterday, Pastor Ali shared with us John chapter 19, verse 28, when Jesus says, I thirst. And I just want to continue through verses 29 and 30. And the text says this, a jar full of sour wine stood there. So they put a sponge full of the sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. And I want to talk about specifically three things that Jesus Christ finished, that the work of Jesus's death on the cross and what that has power over till this day. And I want to look at this looking specifically through Paul's letter to the believers in Colossae in Colossians chapter 2 verses 13 to 15. And it says this, you were dead because of your sins and because of your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ for he forgave all our sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, Jesus disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. The first thing I want to look at is that Jesus Christ canceled our shame. Verse 13 says, You were dead because of your sins and because of your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ. You see, when we go in the beginning of scripture in Genesis chapter three, it says this, it's this, it's this very telling narrative of the impact of sin when, when, when humanity, when man, woman chose to, in a sense, to, to, to define for themselves their own standard of good and evil and reject God's objective standards of good. It says that one of the impacts and one of the consequences of sin was this overbearing sense of shame that that it says that they were it says at one point they were naked and unashamed but it says after that they covered themselves up until this day we still in a sense cover ourselves up due to this deep internal sense of shame we cover ourselves up with achievements with pleasure with pursuits in life we cover our identities up and our insecurities up we cover up spiritually through our good works and us constantly trying to measure up because at the end of the day there's this there's this internal knowing that there's a lack of spiritual life that there's that we have been cut off from our heavenly father spiritually speaking there's a disconnect between creation and creator but i love that one of the works that jesus christ death on the cross was able to complete is the fact that we were made alive in Christ, that when we were spiritually speaking, cut off from the life that was meant to be in the garden between creation and creator, that Jesus Christ pursued us and his work of the death on the cross has the ability to bring life to us, that he came to bring life into us as his creation. The heavenly father through the work of the son brought life to us as spiritual orphans, bringing us into his family as sons and daughters. The second thing that this 
the second reality that, that, that his death on the cross canceled is that he canceled our sin. It says that God made you alive with Christ for he forgave all our sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. That, that Jesus Christ, because of his death on the cross, that when we as followers of Jesus come to place our trust in Christ, we are placing our trust in the power of his death that continues on today. That when we look and when we think about, we meditate upon the reality of Jesus on the cross, that he nailed sin on the cross, that he took upon himself the justice that, that God was due towards evil and injustice and sin in this world and in our hearts. And he took upon himself, 2 Corinthians 5, 21 says, he, Jesus Christ, who knew no sin, became sin for us that we may become the righteousness of God, that we may be made right with God. We no longer have to actively live in our old way of living before we came to know life in Christ. There is new life that we are a new creation in Christ. And that work started when Jesus was nailed to the cross because he physically and spiritually speaking took on the wounds of his body, sin and suffering and God's justice towards sin and evil, that we would be set free, that we can, in being adopted into his family, that we no longer simply, that we no longer not have to cover ourselves up because we've been covered with Christ in the new identity he's given us, but we can also be free from the sin that has always, for so long, kept us in bondage. And this isn't saying that we will never commit another sin again because on this side of heaven and earth, we still live in this body with this mind, with our emotions. We still are not perfected yet. We have not seen the fullness of the rights of our adoption as his children on this side of heaven and earth, meaning that we, we still are still susceptible to sin and suffering on this side. But we have been given the power through God's Holy Spirit, his living presence given to us as a gift. And that power connects us with the reality of the power of his death on the cross. And we can see his words, it is finished. And finally and thirdly, that Jesus Christ on the cross finished and canceled the authorities and power of Satan. Verse 15, Colossians 3 says, In this way, he dis Jesus Christ disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. It's wild. It says that in Revelation chapter 12, verses 7 and 12, it says that Satan connecting him back as the devil and the serpent of old, that he is an accuser of God's people, that Satan and his powers not only tempts humanity away from God, but he accuses us as we are in sin. He accuses of us before our father, constantly trying to condemn and bring his, our father's creation back further away from our father. But it says that on the cross, Jesus actually disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross that through his death, he overcame the forces of evil and sin and darkness and perfected all of this. And, and this is the thing, the only reason why, spoiler alert, the only reason why he was able to shame them on the cross, why he was able to shame 
uh, defeat shame and sin and Satan on the cross is be- and why he was able to say it is finished because on the third day, Jesus would rise. Jesus would rise and he would prove his power over sin, Satan, and the power of shame once and for all. And he overcame them through raising from the dead and bring new life to the world. A second chapter is written. And so I wanna encourage you brothers and sisters this morning to place your trust in the finished work of Christ. Rest in him that you no longer have to live in shame and sin or be impacted, not impacted. You no longer have to be enslaved to the powers of Satan in this world because you can now be free because of what Jesus Christ has done. I love you so much, brothers and sisters. God bless.